Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Can I just say this yeah. before we start? Um, sure. When we do the intros, I notice we like flip between us having already done the podcast and then pretending like we haven't done it. I'm keeping this in. This is staying in. So, well, I think the, this li- is staying the, in. the listeners might be wondering this as well. So when we do the intros, yeah, obviously we're recording it after we've done the podcast. Yeah. And I've noticed sometimes we will... We pretend, we like We them. pretend and say, oh, like, oh, I'm so excited for what's coming up. Do you know what I mean? Um, and then... Uh, oh, another, okay, so, so we should like them. Well, let's be honest. We've All right, re- we've, we've, we've just recorded an episode. Yeah. So should we go back to being okay, wait, hang deceitful... On, so- liars okay well why don't why don't you pretend that we've done it and i'll pretend that it's about to happen that's gonna be really cool okay i'll pretend it's happened yeah. you pretend it's about to you happen you don't need to pretend it's happened because it happened no well, we've just done it no it hasn't <laughs> i'm excited for it to happen really we, yeah. what do you not remember the conversation no i we've got we've got olga cock on the podcast today yeah, we've literally just finished recording it. So, well, I think you're wrong. It's very, man. very sexy chat, actually. Lots of oh, bum, it, bum hole. Is there a sexy chat? There is. Have you got some? You got amnesia? <laughs> Never late night. It, not, it was. It, by the way, I'm. I'm gonna be honest with you. We did chat. Today. It was awesome. It got a little sexy. It's a sexy chat. We sexy. spoke about nudes. Spoke about nudes. Sexual freedom. Sexual freedom. Tantric sex. Levitation, which you've spoken about before levitating via tantric sex we spoke about a superhero that produced too much saliva superhero that produced too much saliva. say something else and i'll repeat yeah you. You just, go on say something else and i'll repeat i'll repeat you do i not have enough sort of of an assertion when i say do i not to... have enough of an assertion <laughs> i thought the episode today I'm was an so absolute good prick um, um, it was a really great episode today. no it was really good really good and i also really want to go to the show i've never done fringe before so Olga um, has an Edinburgh show up at the Edinburgh Festival, which, by the way, if you've never been to Edinburgh Festival, it's one of the funnest times you can have. It's all the month of August. Shows, food, music, entertainment, everything. It's up in Edinburgh. The whole thing is just fab. And Olga has her show up there. And I think we should definitely go up and Um, spend a few days. I'm up for it, baby. I performed that. I didn't really elaborate this on the episode. I performed at the Udderbelly. You did. You did. Which actually. is a notorious, let me explain this to you. Yeah. It's a notorious, notorious? Notorious. It's a notorious. Notorious, B-I-G. It's a notorious theatre. That's some of the greats. And yeah. I sold it out three nights in a row. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, doing yeah. what? Doing, a, doing this podcast. But really? Yeah, I wrote a, wrote a show and I performed it out there. The power of podcasting. The power of podcasting. That's fantastic. Um, Olga's on tour, as you said, up in Edinburgh. Go and check her out. Um, we should get on with the podcast. You ready for this? I'm ready. Okay, here we go. Right, ladies and gentlemen, also, please don't forget to send in. We want to hear from you. Uh, send it to at private podcast. We would love to hear your business ideas. Yeah. However big. Some, you know, billion dollar ideas. Billion big, dollar ideas. Big However, ideas. If you listen to the bonus episode with Desert Island Crisps. Have uh, you got an idea that you've written down somewhere and you've thought, 
That would be amazing. Someone needs to buy this off me. There we go. Send it in and we'll steal it. There and we not go. not give you any money. Send it in to us at Private Podcast. Right, let's get on with the podcast. Here she is, Olga Cock on the podcast. Da-da-da-da. Enjoy. She's, she's bloody back. I'm back. It's it's rare. <laughs> Do you know what? It's actually rare that we have people back. I reckon under 10 people we've had back. Why? Because they don't want to come back. No, they do want to come back. Well, maybe they don't. We forced them to come back. With, oh, but Olga was one of my favorite episodes I've Stop. ever had. That's so nice. That's mm. really, really sweet. Oh, we got you crying already. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> but Wait. we have a different co-host this time. Yes, we do. Things have changed. Olga, have you ever had awkward moments with friends, co-hosts, other comedians? Just yeah, in could, general? You, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My question for you yes. is that. Have you ever well do you, how do you deal with awkward situations? Oh my goodness, that? that's a wonderful that's a wonderful question. How do you deal? I try to I try to laugh it off. I try to laugh it off. I try to be like the lowest status person in the room. Like well, this just say something like super dis- self-deprecating. Like, disgusting. oh ha, ha, I'm a piece of shit. And then you're <laughs> People are sort of like then that. preoccupied by being like, no, you're not. <laughs> really bad when they don't do anything. You're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Guys, I said I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we know. Shut up. <laughs> I, was, I was looking for that. We went, Alex and I just went to the bathroom. Uh, and okay. I was looking for. We, we do that before every podcast. Mm-hmm. Little, I, little pep talk. I was looking for some validation from you. Were you? Yeah, yeah, but you didn't notice what, it. With your, with, your, with your cock out. <laughs> no, no. Why aren't you saying it? <laughs> no, I was looking for some validation because uh, I, I, recently I've been a bit stressed. Okay. Is there, any, is there anything specific that stresses you? Yeah. Many things. I'm getting married. <gasps> okay, that's fun. That's stressful. Yeah. Moving house. Yeah. That's stressful. Why are you piling all these things on? Huge monumental things all on top of each other. I don't know. It's like a sandwich of stress. stress Apparently the three most stressful things in life are getting divorced, moving house, and losing a loved one. Okay. Getting divorced is worse than... No, I think losing a loved one is the worst. And then then I think getting divorced and I think moving house. Okay. So I think those are the the biggest stressful things in your life. And, um, And so I think I was stressed and I've now sort of calmed down a bit, but I was... What Looking, about getting a fringe and then realizing that that was a mistake? Yeah, that's stressful. <laughs> Sorry. That is, that is so stressful. That's the worst. Yeah. Like, what about shaving half your eyebrow off no! and realizing you look like an idiot? I did that at school. <laughs> I'd go through a divorce daily if I didn't have to do that. <laughs> or all the time I first ever manscaped. Yeah. I manscaped when I was about uh, 16 years old. And I did it with a, um, a razor. Okay. Uh, the whole lot. Well, I, I, I sort, of, sort of trimmed the one side. and I was like, oh, that's a bit too low. So I trimmed the other side. I was like, well, that's a bit too low. So I went back and forth and suddenly I just shaved it all off. (laughs) So I was like, oh God, what have I done? (laughs) It took the years right off. (laughs) But whereas we were coming out of the bathroom, I said, I think I've been stressed recently. And um, I I said, I think I've calmed down now. And you walked on. I went, I think I've uh, calmed down now. (laughs) That's what you were doing. Uh, Yeah. No, no, you're chill, man. No, you're still salivating. Yeah, I know. Which is that a stress response? I guess it is. No, it's maybe it is. It's because I've been going to the gym and they, he gives me this drink and I don't know what it is. Not me. Okay. So, if I leant forward right now, and I've said this so many times, it's so boring if for If I people. lean forward right now, you'll just see my pecs. Um, <laughs> I, I salivate out of my mouth. I don't know why. It's very odd. It's better that it comes out of your mouth and not your bum. That is thing. fascinating. Yeah. If you were like, I'm using this new deodorant, I'd be like, oh, you're clearly sweating out of your mouth. Like, that's where it's all going. Oh, but, <laughs> so but I'm also sweating. I don't know what it, it feels. It's like, it's, it's like 
he's giving me some sort of drug and it's just affecting me now as I sit and do a podcast. I think there is something in this drink that he's giving you. It's not steroids it, or anything like that. I think it is. How small are your balls? They're really small. Okay. <laughs> All right. They were tiny before, so it's <laughs> quite hard to tell, really. Um, did, apparently you went to the opera. I did go to the opera. I went to the opera yesterday and now I'm into opera. No, you can't be you, into opera after one night. Are you an opera gal now? <laughs> okay, so I, my my music taste is like Olivia Rodrigo. And I yeah. was convinced that I was going to fall asleep. I thought this is going to be the most boring thing I've ever seen. I didn't, I, like, I there wasn't a part of me that even wanted to like it. Uh-huh. But it was breathtaking. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. gorgeous. I think it's because both halves were quite short. It was like just over an hour, which I do think I have the attention span for. Yeah. That's not an opera. Then they had <laughs> subtitles translating the Italian, so you knew what was going on. Where so did the subtitles appear? Just it, like... uh, on top as a little like right. running. It was it was so good, and like the costumes were better than any West End show I've seen. It, it was it, it was it really is, fun. it is quite moving, and like the tones they hit do like they definitely yeah. hit you in the. Have you been to opera? I was actually in an opera. Oh my god! When I was when I was like I was a kid, my dad. Uh, <laughs> It's like proper yokel village opera. My dad was in a in an opera, and there was there was space for for a little youngster to come on and not sing, but just frolic around. And I ran on ten minutes early. <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> you had one job. Up. I know I had one job. What was the role? What I, was the I youngster was just, doing? I was just a kid running around. I don't really. That's know. also really very, early very, to run on stage. Like I would say, like thirty seconds early, but ten minutes early. Hey, I was a pretty late back kid. I was I was chilled. That's not laid back. That's like an anxious kid running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so anxious. Like, am I on now? Am I on now? <laughs> but oh, you, you're now an opera person because you've been to one opera, but it was an hour long. No, no, two halves. Two halves, an hour each. Uh, just an over an hour each. Genuinely. Oh my God. Oh, that is What fun. a fun time. Roll, so roll like, Opera House? It was Glindborn. Oh, hello. And it was very fancy. And also, uh, all under 30s get 30 pound tickets. So everybody should go oh, and trying experience to, They're Glindborn. trying to get the youngsters in. Yeah. And there were so many older people who were like, we whisper, like heard whispering conversations being like, why are there so many young people? There must be an offer on. They felt <laughs> like they were, was that what they were whispering? Uh, yeah, 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 like offended. That, like like passive aggressive. I, yeah, I, I would have turned around and been like, shh. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing worse uh, than when you get told to be quiet in a production. You're like, fuck off. You I, 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 went to an, I went to an opera um, at the Royal Opera House. And I can't remember what it was called, but it was, it's a famous opera. It's about racism. But I can't remember which one it is. And it was the most full-on experience. It was like four hours. Ooh. And you can't move. And everyone, you just have to sit there. Yeah. And you have, that is, that is too much. That's too much. When you have to sit there for four hours. I'm not good at sitting still in general, let alone in a... I can't go to the cinema anymore without. Oh my goodness! That like the attention span that's has ru- TikTok has ruined. Reason, Do you think that's what it is? One hundred percent. You think social media has changed our sort of attention spans like that? I know that this yeah, has happened. We, we've this spoken definitely- about this. One hundred percent. Like I'm terrible now. Like I put on any like doc- documentary, I lose my shit after like five minutes, and I'm like on my phone. So yeah. Long. So how do we counter that then? Put your, throw your phone. Put your phone in the microwave. Put your phone in your microwave. We okay. were talking about this earlier. The, we, oh God, there's just so there's so many strands of conversation okay, happening go, right go, now. Okay, go, tell me. Well, first of all, okay, it, when if you're going to the opera, I went, saw Marriage of Figaro, which is a farce. And the entire time they're like, let's dress up as women or like, let's pretend to a, have sex a, with a each farce. other. farce, is that a type of... I think so. Of opera? Yeah. Okay. So they were, it's like a genre, I guess. And mm. so because it's so like fun and, and whimsical. And it's quite like silly. And yeah, just, okay, all, nice. of it, all of it is like just tiny misunderstandings that are piled on top of each other. It was like... I'm into it. And, and that's really, really fun because they're so low status like no one's dying 
people are just like pretending to kiss each other and dressing up as women the entire time. <laughs> there's like there's a scene of like a, a woman telling a story where she raises her skirt and there's like a person under her skirt. Like it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> it's a good old fun time. Um, and apparently it used to be super political and then they wouldn't let it them release it. So they replaced all the politics with sex. So I know uh, that is crying. hilarious how they went. Well, what are we going to do here? I don't know. Just let's replace <laughs> yeah. everything yeah. with sex. Yeah. There was like an aria that Figaro had apparently about like hating the nobility and like the class system. And they just replaced it with him hating women. <laughs> so he does even, this like even huge, better. Yeah, yeah, huge yeah. aria about how women lead him on and they're evil. You probably eat fill that role. Yeah. <laughs> He's a well-known. Uh, what, that leading incel? People? Yeah, yeah. I'm a real, I'm a well-known misogynist. Yeah. <laughs> big on the misogyny scene. Big on the circuit. Um. So hang on. So someone's got to do it. So why would they change it to sex? Because that's more interesting. It's because it's less controversial. Because I think it was like the the government at the time in the 18th century had to like approve of the text of the opera, and they were like, "This is too political." No, and they're like, "Okay, we'll just replace it all with interpersonal relationships as opposed to politics." And they were like, "Yeah, that's fine." I'm surprised they allowed sex because they were like very conservative back then. Like, it, they won't, they still... weren't like P and V. They were like spend a night together. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So it wasn't like full on hardcore. No. But there was in the opening scene, there was a thing where she like Susanna Figaro's bride is like on top of him. And she's like, what's that in your pants? And then it's, it's like a, a a measuring tape, but we all know what she's measuring. I I remember I went to watch Equus. Equus. Oh Oh my God. That's the first penis I ever saw Uh, in my life. No, That's the first real life penis I ever saw. (laughs) What was your experience? Go. So what happened? No, you go first. You you brought it up. You're right. Is this this the one with um, uh, Harry Potter? Yes. Yeah. Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe. Did you watch Daniel Radcliffe as well? Yeah. With a a horse, right? Yeah. Daniel Radcliffe's penis was the first penis I ever saw. Does the horse have a penis Hang on. Hang on. The first penis you ever saw. I think I was like 14 or 15. Was Daniel Radcliffe. Well, I've seen them on screen, but IRL, that was the first one. I've seen them on the big screen. I've seen them on the silver screen. Your first IRL in real life penis was Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. I saved my pocket money. It was like from the balcony seat. To go see some dick. Harry Potter's no less. You want it to be someone you know. Also, when he... In my production, my production. <laughs> Sorry, did you? Sorry, re- yeah. Did you uh, re- my production recreate it? Yeah, I'm gonna do this. Everyone's getting naked. Um, <laughs> uh, when uh, I want to watch Daniel Radcliffe, I think I went to the opening night or something like that. Eager. Yeah, yeah, you're so keen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The I, first dick on Broadway. <laughs> yeah. I'm there, I'm scrabbling at the door. <laughs> Let me in. <laughs> and when he got naked, everyone cheered. What? Everyone clapped. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, that must be quite a cool feeling. I don't remember the plot, but like, was it was it an appropriate time to plot? What is the plot of Equus? The plot the, of Equus is a, it's it's about he's he he's got feelings for horses. He's in a inappropriate relationship yeah. with a horse, and they're like, yeah, bestiality, come on, epic. But he 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 gets the, it's a point where he walks out on stage naked. Yeah, and he has a he has not manscaped in in my he's got, got a boosh. He's got a boosh. Got a boosh going on, and everyone cheered, which ruined the whole. I remember as a drama student at the time, yeah. 16 years old, well, this room's a third wall, fourth, third wall, the fourth wall, yeah. So I found that quite weird. That is and bizarre. It was awkward well, as I guess well. maybe because it was the first, first dick on whatever. And now every time I see a dick, I have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well done. <laughs> stand, stand up and clap. <laughs> when, when was the first penis then you ever saw? <laughs> well, I'm ta- Did you, well, you've not seen it on screen before that. Oh, I've seen them on screen. Like I've watched like pornos. 
You watched Portals at 14? Okay, I wasn't like watching them, but the, the curiosity. Don't, like he's saying it, tell her about your first porno experience. Um, you were probably younger than 14 as well. Well, my first porno experience- This I is said, really quite intense. No, the Please. first porno experience I ever had. Um, I said this was, I, I- It was four hours long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nobody enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> no, the first porno experience I had, we, I was sitting with my group of friends in a room and we watched a, a porno called More Precious Than Gold. And I and I sounds and I, so beautiful. Which so. one? Of, wh- <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking of which liquid. <laughs> more precious. Than, yeah, it was more yeah. precious than gold. Oh, is that what they're <laughs> referencing? I'm guessing. It That's what. It, yeah, it must be. And um, this was, isn't the one I'm thinking of. No, though. I know, but I don't think I should say that. One. And um, I this is the first time I ever watched porn, and I orgasmed without even hands free. Hands free, <laughs> like Bluetooth. <laughs> Hands free ejaculation. And I didn't tell That's anyone. Incredible. And I That's more out. precious than gold. That is way more precious than gold. Yeah. I, I, You've, we're really aging ourselves talking about pornos that had names that yeah. weren't like no search engine optimized. Like, unless it's Teen MILF, why why would you <laughs> yeah, even yeah. name it? It's literally got every catchphrase on the name. <laughs> yeah, so they're just <laughs> bringing it More to precious it. than gold. But tell, Porn tell used her to... the real. No, no, no. Come no on. I can't. No, no, I can't. Come on. You, you can just... tell me off, off mic. No, he's spoken about it on this before. Oh, I don't want you to be. It might be too. Gross. Shall I tell her for you? No, no, okay, I can't say it. You think I have a threshold? I, I'm, I'm worried. You, I worried you might. I, My I first penis was Daniel Radcliffe. Okay, <laughs> I'm worried where your high jump you is. But let's see. Uh, okay, the first time I um, I watched I watched porn and I I didn't really know about sort of masturbation and things like that, so I didn't really know what to do. And so well, I, yeah, clearly you didn't have to do anything. I know. Yeah, that was <laughs> the first time. Sit back and wait. But the second time, I I was like, okay, so I um I I thought <laughs> I put a finger up my butt. <laughs> yeah, you did. You're thinking that that's the threshold yeah, for but, me. Well, I love those. You you went from hands free to finger up the ass whilst like I wanking. love that. Yes, you did. I know. I know. That's so, perfect. So punchy. It so was so punchy. punchy. And then when I, when I had... The, 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 the amount of men I've had to talk into discovering their own prostate and you went there yourself. Really? Yeah. Where, where do you work? Do you work like a sperm bank? <laughs> the sperm bank, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, because I think, um, I, don't, I think... I think... I think men also are quite... Not all men. I'm generalizing massively. But a lot of men are quite um, sexually uh, boring. 100%. Yeah. Like, I definitely think it took me a while to be confident... And it didn't, to, didn't take you that long. You had your yeah. finger up. <laughs> but, yeah, it did. but I would, but I would never. But he didn't of, touch his dick for years. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what you have to? Uh, but why is that? Why do? Why I was almost awkward during sex for a long time, and wasn't really adventurous because I was like, oh no, it's got to be vanilla. Mm-hmm. I can't possibly say where women M- seem vanilla. to have a bit more confidence. I feel within their own bodies and. I'm sexually, if I I'm being completely honest, as a bisexual woman, but also mm-hmm. as a woman existing in a lot of like straight-ish spaces, I think I I don't know if that if if this is scientifically backed, but I think most straight men are homophobic in a way, and that pre- so? prevents them from ex- like having a full experience, or like not even it's either homophobic or fear of femininity, whereas like women don't have a fear of like. I think, I, think, I think there's just a lot of toxicity around sex in general. Like, I feel like we're kind of led into a pretty, like, weird space with it where it's not actually about, like, proper connection between two people, if that makes sense. So- you haven't blinked once. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Wait, but no. I think, like, women, women have been socialized to objectify women, right? Like, mm. even if a straight woman yeah. will buy a magazine with the woman on the cover, whereas men 
are like terrified of objectifying even themselves. Like I, I have a stand up bit about how like straight men can't take nudes because they're afraid of looking gay. Cause they're like, <laughs> if I look good in my own nude, then I'm gay for me and that's bad. Um, and so like so, every straight man nude is just a medical too. photo of like, is this normal? Um, and so, whereas like women are constantly objectified. And so it's like, it comes naturally for them to be like, yeah, yeah I feel sexy. Whereas if it's a straight man being sexy, but like, but don't touch my butt and also not in a gay way that is so yeah. funny and it's so it's so true if you guys aren't very good at taking nudes because to take a nude in a sexual way you have to possibly pose a little bit feminine and you know an arch and you have to like yeah that. and at, like objectively objectify yourself and yeah. it's like i can't objectify a man so my current boyfriend is bi and it's like having sex with him is just like night and day with a straight guy night and day <laughs> what i'm so intrigued wait <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i'm excited you this, should have sex with a bi dude this, I everyone should this is so fascinating so uh your 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 boyfriend's bi you're bi that's a lot of bi going on so it's yeah. just it's so it, this the sex must be wild. Yes, <laughs> that is Sorry, awesome. Baby. <laughs> that is so awesome. No, it's great. It's wonderful. But but why is that? Because because he's much more comfortable with himself. Well, both of you. There's no like power dynamic and there's no roles because mm. everybody can play everything and that's like there's it's just ne- there's Proper no freedom. Rigid. Yeah, it's just like being everything whatever. is up for grabs. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. C- can I ask a personal question? Feel free not to answer it. So when did you know that you were by? That's the thing. There's like I don't think I never I ever never knew that, that I yeah, that's not <laughs> was there it when wasn't. you saw Daniel Radcliffe's dick. You're like, sure. <laughs> there must be another there must way. Be something else, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think the, the official answer is when I saw the first Charlie's Angels movie. And do you remember when they're when Drew Barrymore and Cameron Diaz dress up as men and then Lucy Leo is a dominatrix? Yes. And you're and that scene just made me think very confusing. There is there is a lot going on there, and I'm into all of it. <laughs> <laughs> That is that is amazing. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. In, so, because I, I truly believe, and I think people underestimate sex within a relationship and how important it is. Do I, they? Yeah, I think they do. I okay. Really, I think what happens well, is in really having less and less sex these days. But I think that's single people. That's single people, yeah. yeah. And that's like with the rise of dating apps and, and stuff. I think and it's, it's also happening in couples as well because of like pornography and stuff. It like, I think men and women, they're like using their credits elsewhere, if that makes sense. And it starts to like kind of mess with your And so would you your, say your that brain sex in a relationship is more precious than gold? I would, yeah. <laughs> but, but that's because I do. I think that I. I think what happens in relationships. Typically, what happens in relationships, um, from what I found, is that you you become mates, and so you become friends, yeah. Um, because just naturally, that's what happens. And actually, when you become friends with someone, you then don't really have sex with them as much. Because so you your friend, friend zone your own girlfriend. You friend zone your own girlfriend or boyfriend, right? That's mm-hmm. what happens. And actually, you've got to keep a sort of separation that you guys are lovers, your partners, your teammates whatever it is and you are friends but you're not just friends 
and you've got to kind of keep that separation all the time. I don't think people know how to keep that separation. I think that actually sex brings that in to a relationship. And you, and you that's should, really wise. Yeah. I, I've I, never heard it explained I, that way, but I think it is right. That's, uh, that's what happens. As I keep swallowing my saliva, <laughs> I can hear the saliva. I'm now. so sorry, you're, guys. You're lucky you don't have the headphones on. All I can hear whilst you're talking about sex is, oh my God, it's terrible. <laughs> but then are you, are you quite honest and open with your partner about saying, we should try this, we should do that? We... Yeah, absolutely. How, like that's, I, I love Are you that not? Con- I don't know. Yeah, I think, I feel like there's certain things that you haven't asked Sophie that you should. Like what? You know, the stuff that we've spoken about in, you know, behind closed doors. Like what? Come on. I don't know what you're talking about. What do you want? What do you really want? I want to touch my butt. <laughs> has she not? She sort of has. Oh my God, I got my... <laughs> There you go. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I love that you're propositioning Sophie via a podcast. It's gonna, this is great. She's going to... She's going to... You're going to be like... Uh, you're yeah. like have, babe, have you listened to the latest episode of, uh, of the podcast? <laughs> Just <laughs> backing into the room. I, right? I, I like... I, I, I would say I'm quite sexually um, hungry. God, I mean, you are salivating. Yeah, so yeah, to be fair. We, we tell me something it. I don't know. <laughs> but, but I am quite sexually, uh, I, have a good, I have a sexual appetite. And also, the, I find my fiancé, my girlfriend, so attractive. That's good. Yeah, yeah that's, thank God. It's very important. No, it is. But sometimes that, you know, you, you, you sometimes lose that with each other, right? But with her, I definitely find her so attractive all the time. And so I think what happens is sometimes is possibly I try and have sex with her too much. And so for her, it's not fun. She's like, oh God, we're going to have to have sex again. Is that wrong? I say this with the utmost respect. Sometimes the things you say sound like the internal monologue of a dog. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to put my finger on it for is the last... That, there it is. Is that... Is that... Is it... What is it? What it is? <laughs> if there was a little woof in there, then I would have got it. <laughs> sometimes I want to play and I'm scared that maybe I don't want to play too much, but yeah. well, she's not going to want to play with me. Touch my bum. Touch my bum. <laughs> Sniff it. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, so okay, well, what is the key to uh, a successful relationship? Oh, that's funny. What do you think the key to sex? Oh, I have no idea. You're engaged. I've only been dating my boyfriend for a few months. That's great, though. Yeah. Did you no. meet on a dating app or? No, we met in real life. The oh old-fashioned way. He was a reply Hello. guy. Oh my god. How well, did it how work? How old are you? Were you uh, in a bar? Well, I mean, I think he's also a comedian, so we we were aware of each other, and oh, we were on a night out, and I tried to have a threesome with him and my friend Leo, and then oh Le- my, my friend Leo was on board, and my current boyfriend Sam was like, I don't want to have a threesome, uh, <laughs> and that, I was like, I guess we'll fall in love. <laughs> that is so exciting. I love the fact, I have never had at any time in my entire life where someone has tried to organize a threesome with me. That is the most exciting. It, like for you. Well, no, with me. Oh, right. I've never been in like a situation where someone's gone, hey, let's go and have a threesome. That's, that would be awesome. You're hanging out in the wrong circuits, obviously. You need to go and oh, I don't do know. I don't scene. know. Have you ever had a threesome, Alex? I have before. Okay, have you? Yeah, you strike me as the you, guy who's had a threesome. Wait, hang on a second. Why? Hang, hang on a second. Are you, <laughs> are you looking at us both, you, looking at us both. Yeah. Who do you think said more threesomes? You definitely have. You've well. definitely also had threesomes, yeah, right? Yeah, so you shut up. I've had Wait, one. but you're the one that's initiating them you, and you want to be approached. <laughs> Is that what I'm hearing? Yes, that's exactly you what You want to be asked for a threesome. <laughs> okay. You're the one initiating them. Going back to my original point, is that, as you said, guys do have this um, lack of confidence when it comes to being sexual because actually you, you, they don't want to act feminine or they have a problem with acting feminine or have a problem with you know, uh, 
supposedly being uh so you know touching their bum because perhaps you know that and you know could seem as being homophobic in their eyes or whatever it is so actually guys should just be more open with themselves and more understanding of themselves is that what we're trying to say here? Mm. Absolutely. I think it's also, I mean, it's crazy to me that you have this, um, and we're talking about uh, cisgender men here, yeah. but it's like you have this button in your butt that is like greatest orgasm I can never have. And then the only thing preventing you from touching that button, pressing <laughs> on that button all day long is, is it gay? What? <laughs> so what if it is? Who cares? I know. That's crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. Have you ever found the button in your butt, mate? I've not found button. I've not. Have you gone looking? I sent a search team over there. <laughs> they, they came back with nothing. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, I've, I'm, I'm pretty open. I don't really care. Like, yeah, I've been, you know, I've, I've done some stuff. Before. Why do you get all coy about it? You get coy. Oh, my grand listens to this. I don't want to have to speak. Why about is this. your grand listening? Yeah, to why? This? Why She's is your? Why is your grand listening? Lonely to and it? likes to hear my voice. Oh, you should call your grand. Um, uh, Olga, listen. Um. We're going to stop there for part one, but I want to come part two. Well, hopefully I stop salivating because I'm so <laughs> sorry this is happening. But I want to talk about your, your going to Edinburgh. Yes. Which is so exciting. I'm very excited. I can't wait. And also, I want to talk about pointless celebrities, which we've all done. Hell yeah. Are you ready for it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. We'll see you in part two. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.